Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from awesome Motor City, Detroit, technically. I'm, I'm not really in Detroit right now. We're a little bit nor- north, north, due north, due north. Uh, of Detroit, uh, right along Lake St. Clair. Yeah, good. Thank You're you getting very it. much. I'm getting it. Learning my way around a little bit. And it's amazing. And Boy, do you people here in Detroit drive fast. <laughs> Jeez. This is someone from Los Angeles. I this. thought we drove nuts in L.A. I was like, I got to up my game to keep up with you all. It's impressive. I forgot. But yeah. yeah it was, it's always been like that. Man, you guys drive fast. And man, do you have a lot of cool cars around. It's good. Today, Jill and I talk about the real estate lessons we've learned in the short time that we've been here from Detroit's apparent comeback. It's amazing. I uh, have to tell you that we've been in the Detroit area for two days, and my opinion has done a 180-degree turn. Yep. I've been knocking on Detroit and knocking Detroit down on this show since 2015, and it's over. I'm so impressed by what we saw uh, over the last two days to the point where... We will be uh, attending the Lions game. <laughs> One of my buddies is a, a nicest well, thing ever. Yeah, when this airs, we will have gone to the Lions game two days yeah, ago. I was going to explain that. Oh, sorry. So this airs on Tuesday, but we will see the Sunday prior to uh, Lions game, and I hope they win. But while well, you're listening to this, you will know. Exactly. <laughs> and Jill gets to sit across and stare at Pete Carroll. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're playing Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, to the point where it, when I lived here when I was a kid, it was very, very unusual or difficult for a lot of reasons to go downtown to mm-hmm. a ba- baseball game. Uh, and the football stadium wasn't even located here. It was located in way northern suburb. suburb. So I can't wait. We were down there for dinner last night. I can't wait to go back there again. It's so... Completely redone, and okay. in this show, we're going to talk about why. And the people that we went to dinner with explained it to us, and it's uh, it's a great story. Um, and what we can take from it is how to create equity in real estate, which we Good. do, but with every land transaction, we do. Yep. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our uh, members in the landinvestors.com online community. It's free, and I hope you know that we have a full blown commercial printing company to help you get offers to owners out in the mail. In fact, it's called offers to the number two owners.com. We process between 500,000 and a million offers a month uh, and to get you and if you're a member or not a member of Land Academy to get your offers in front of uh, owners. Offers to owners.com. Megan wrote, hey guys, quick question. We received a signed purchase agreement back and after further investigation, we decided we do not want it all together. We reached out to the buyer and said we're not interested at this time and they replied, then why send a purchase agreement in the first place then? <laughs> Does anyone have any suggestions on how to reply to that? I tried searching the groups for this topic but I couldn't find it. If this has been spoken about already, please help me in the right direction. Thanks so much. Know what I would do? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I there's just a, like, and we're done. They're it, not. They're not expecting a, re- a response, if, honestly. And then again, there's a lot of responses in Discord from other members, and because yeah. this happens to all of us. Yeah. L- there are contingencies uh, in every contract, real any every good real estate uh, purchase agreement or contract that allow for people to change their mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's within a certain amount of time. Maybe there's non-refundable money. Uh, but in our in our case, if she used, I hope you used, Megan. Uh, 
the, the template, template that's on offers to owners. It's the same exact one that we use, and it says, "Look, we're gonna we want to buy your your property for thirty five thousand uh, dollars, but it's pending our uh, research." Mm-hmm. And pending our due diligence, you know, and pending the confirmation of the size and the condition of the property and all that stuff. There's like three or four outs in there. And so if they sign it and send it back, that that's not a binding contract, not mm-hmm. for either party. It's it's a purchase agreement. And let's just all see if it all pans out. Mm-hmm. You know, at a certain point, uh, it does, the, it all, it becomes an ironclad agreement. But those are details that you don't have to worry about this. If they call yeah. back and say, look, you know, you're on the hook. You're going to buy the property. No. That's just not not the case at all. We have story after story after story about entering into that purchase agreement with you know lawyers and saying you're done. You're buying this property. We're going to sue you and the whole thing, and nothing ever comes from it. So no. don't worry. Yeah, about see, it. read the bottom there. I didn't pass my fill in the blank kind yeah. of thing. So you know, and even if you want to, you can say, you know what. You know, I have all these things on there. I didn't realize that this didn't pan out, this didn't pan out, and that didn't pan out. So here's the here's what I'll do. I will buy your property, but here's the price that I'm willing to pay. And then let them say no. <laughs> That's another way to handle it too. Today's topic, real estate lessons learned from Detroit's apparent comeback. This is why you're listening. This is the story of Detroit starting in 2013 till uh, to present so far, 2022, mm-hmm. and its relationship with Quicken Loans uh, what's his name? Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Around 2013, Dan Gilbert and Quicken Loans have been, Quicken Loans started in Detroit and mm-hmm. now have about 18,000 or so employees, I think. And he decided to take it a personal responsibility for revitalizing downtown Detroit, which is like Woodward and it doesn't matter. It's the core of the retail area of downtown Detroit. So in 2013, he raised some capital. He announced it in 2007 that he's making that move. So, and so the very, there's, we just, we heard the story last night and researched it all today on mm-hmm. the internet, and it's some version of he decided to personally take responsibility for revitalizing a section in Detroit, and did so uh, by <sighs> helping the employees that are already here in the Detroit suburbs work and live in the downtown area so it resulted in an influx of relatively highly paid people moving or living or uh you know playing in the downtown area and boy i'll tell you it worked mm-hmm. he bought a ton of property for pennies on the dollar which is what we're in the business to do and i mean commercial buildings raise the capital to clean them all up and he's got all kinds of class a tenants in there mm-hmm. everyone from gucci and uh, there's a ton of i, I was just blown away last night driving mm-hmm. through there so i i'm formally apologizing for bashing detroit for about seven years on the show <laughs> this is really amazing this article it's um I'm not sure who wrote this particular article, but it just just how much money that he's been been pumping into this city and all the good that's come over it. Like it happened in 2007, he made the announcement to move the headquarters from Livonia to downtown Detroit. They couldn't come to terms on a, on to construct a new building, so they plan on moving their headquarters to the uh, CompuWare building, and that was completed in 2010. I guess they renovated that. The building, now known as One Campus Martius, is the home of the headquarters, Benzinga headquarters. So, um, 2013, 
that's when Detroit became the largest city, of course, to declare bankruptcy. You don't need all that details. So, so and my point is, how does this all tie into, you know, he did it and, and the details you can research yourself. How does this tie into what we do? There's two ways to create equity in real estate. You can buy a piece of property for less than it's worth and then go and sell it for what it's worth uh, a minute later or very, very as soon as possible, which is what we do. We do it, we happen to do it with land and not houses and not commercial property, but you can do the same thing with both of those. Or you can do improvements. You can tip, buy a piece of property, hopefully for less than it's worth, do a bunch of improvements to it, and then decide which, how you're, what your exit's going to be. Maybe you will hold it and lease it forever. Maybe you uh, cross collateralize it with other real estate and play a financing game and, and make, get your cost of capital way down. There's all kinds of stuff you can do, but it, it all involves the improvement or the perceived improvement of property. And this is what he did. He didn't just do it with one building. And he did it with by moving his people in and uh, moving his Buy employees, real in, estate. helping them have a better life and a cheaper cost of living and a better uh, cost of uh, a better way to live. Mm-hmm. It's truly, I'm truly just amazing and impressed. But none of this would have happened if he didn't have to revitalize anything. So, in the, at the root of this, he was recreating or creating equity from commercial real estate. He's mm-hmm. buying these huge, huge, built, iconic buildings. Mm-hmm from Detroit's heyday for just pennies on the dollar and gutting them and, and cleaning them up and uh, making them usable. Mm-hmm. He's also talking other people into coming with him. Like he and the Stephen Ross, the Miami Dolphins owner, each donated $5 million to Wayne State Law School mm-hmm. in 2016. Wayne State's been down there forever. Isn't that I actually cool? took class at Wayne State Law it's School. It's really cool. Um, that's just awesome. They're really believing in Detroit. That's really what's going on. So that's so. what we can learn. It's it's really an equity play in the in the bitter end. I, I do think that he's been so successful, uh, and the people that he's with have been really successful with Rocket Mortgage and Quicken Loans. Mm-hmm. You know, from a money standpoint, that there there's an, a big element of giving back here. They might, be, might even be structured as a nonprofit. I don't know where he's raising capital to do that. I don't know, but. I know for sure he's creating equity, a huge amount of equity by uh, moving people in, getting tenants moved in, uh, you know, and getting realtors to come in, making it a place that people want to live. Yeah. We have personal friends that moved down there from the suburbs. Yeah. They now live downtown. Yeah. We had dinner. Good for you guys. That's something I never thought would have happened ever. Totally. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode in the Land Academy Show is called How to Buy Land the Right Way and How to Buy Land the Wrong Way. (laughs) You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I can't wait to go see this football game. We're going to stay... Uh, over, we're going to stay in the, uh, the Shinola Hotel. Uh, we have, have reservations to do that, which has been a, all through the downturn from Detroit. A group of people got together as watchmakers, skilled laborers, got together and created a company called Shinola. And it's the only watches I buy for that reason. I thought it was a great way to turn you know, something not so positive into a prosperous, positive uh, adventure. Exactly. Hey, thanks for tuning in. You, we know Jack and I are fully aware that not all of you have $100,000 or whatever it is lying around to fund your deals sometimes. Well, you know what? 
we do. So, and we're happy to do it. And by the way, there's so many people within our community that fund other members deals as well. So to find out more, go to landinvesting.com or as always send a note to my team and they'll point you in the right direction at support at landacademy.com. We are Jack and Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.